Should you pay your guests? Should they pay you? More on this subject on this episode of Legit Podcast Pro. Welcome to Legit Podcast Pro. I am Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer. This podcast is for you if you are serious about podcasting, whether it's in your business or as a career or a sideline. This is your number one resource to get tips and strategies and advice from me and my guests on how to protect and grow and profit from your podcast. So today's topic, we'll get started right away, is should you pay your podcast guests or should they pay you? And we'll talk about some of the legal and other kinds of issues that come up in this arena. This is not a new issue or topic. This is, uh, you know, there's always been a sort of quid pro quo between hosts of shows, talk shows, whatever, and guests of their shows and uh and um the question of payment the question of whether or not money should change hands and uh and so let's break it down so first of all if you are going to pay your guests you have to decide a how much of course what do they get in exchange for coming on and being on your show now and and it may be a question of you know what kind of guest or what kind of um value they bring to the show. Now, some podcasts, mostly the talk style podcasts, having big name guests come on your show can be valuable to help audience growth and so on because you get to say, hey, I had so-and-so on my show, that kind of thing. But is that worth paying for? And is it worth paying the kinds of premium fees that those level of guests really command? Well, that's a business decision you just need to make for yourself. Uh, actors though, if you're doing a, a true crime podcast and you're paying, you know, having reenactments done or something like that, or you're doing a radio drama, I just was listening to an amazing radio drama podcast, uh, from a client of mine. It hasn't been released yet, but I was listening to the first few episodes and it is really fantastic. And yeah, those are actors. They need to be paid. They're, they're performing a role from a script and that's a different thing. So now actors get paid. Sometimes a, a special guest will get paid, but Sometimes hosts, you know, need to get paid as well. But talk show guests, well, not usually so much. But if you were going to pay someone to be on your show, there are a few issues you want to get hammered out. First of all, what is it that's expected of them? That's the what, the when, the where, and the how to a certain extent. What are they going to be doing? They want to know what's expected of them as well. And you want to know how much the money how much money is changing hands and when that happens and if it's a, a, a flat fee or a revenue share or a percentage of something or, or what, how, how often um, do you account to them and, and pay them for those things and, and that kind of a thing. And, uh, of course, what happens you know, if something goes wrong? You hire somebody to be an actor in a show and then three episodes in they get a better offer and they want to run and, and do that you know, major television uh, show or something. What happens in that situation? Are they still on your show? Do they have to continue showing up to record, you know, all kinds of, of, uh, sticky issues there. Now, of course, as host, if you're hiring somebody to be the host of a show, uh, because you're producing a show or you're a network or something like that, same issues, what's expected of them, who, what, where, when, how, and why need to be in that contract. And of course the payment structures, timing, uh, deliverables, uh, standards of performance, sometimes a morals clause. That's a topic we'll be covering. Actually, I want to write that down because that was what I was 
I was trying to remember. I, it had come to me the other day. So I'm going to write down morals clauses. It's becoming an issue again. It didn't used to be, but then we get into some some um, uh, tricky tricky stuff with certain certain shows and folks in the entertainment industry and and all of that. And you know, you don't want to have to pay somebody if they're actually hurting the reputation of the show or something like that. We'll talk about morals clauses in another episode, but. What if you are paying them? What are you going to, you know, you got to get all that stuff hammered out and it's good to have a written contract so everybody knows what's expected and you have some recourse if someone doesn't do what was expected. The other side of this coin is what if the host, uh, the guest, excuse me, is paying you, the producer or the host of the show? Well, again, same issues. What do they get? When do they get it? How is it delivered to them? And what do they receive in terms of, you know, in, in exchange? And then from the host or podcaster side, what do you get? What's the money? When do you get paid? How does it work? What happens? Now, if I'm a, a guest on a show and I've paid for the privilege of being there, I feel like I'm an advertiser on that show essentially. And so I want to know a couple of things. One, when the show's going to air, what the downloads I should expect to reach are, um, how long the show is going to stay up and live and visible in feeds and so on. What are you going to do to promote the show? Is there a guaranteed term? Is it going to stay up forever? Or is the feed, you know, is it only the top 10 shows in the feed? You know, there's all kinds of things. And, and I want to know that you're not going to take the episode down. Hey, if I paid for that exposure, I want to maximize the value of that exposure. I may also want to know who else is advertising. If I'm going to run ads against the show, I may want to, you know, clearly say, Hey, I don't believe in, you know, smoking. So no tobacco products, or I don't believe in, in, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be affiliated in any way with a show that's sponsored by a, um, cannabis company or something. There's all, I chose tobacco and cannabis, but there's all kinds of things. Maybe it's, you know, I'm vegan, so no meat products or something like that. Um, so, you know, those kinds of things need to find their way into the contract. And, and then the host or the podcaster also needs to say, well, what do you get beyond just the money? What is the guest going to do to market and publicize and promote the show? Those are the kinds of things that need to be brought in there. Plus, when you are paid by your guest, as I said before, it feels like it's an advertisement. Well, it's not just an advertisement it, it, or it, it is, but it's also an endorsement. You as the host of the show, by having somebody on your show as a guest – you are implicitly or explicitly endorsing them, their services, their products, their opinions, and so on. Unless you do disclaimers about opinions, of course. You can you can always say I'm having someone on controversial, we don't agree on things or whatever. But if they're paying you to be on the show, why would they do that? So you're generally you're in you're in providing an endorsement of that person in exchange for their payment. And under the Federal Trade Commission rules, that is Okay, but you have to disclose it. You have to make a clear and conspicuous disclosure to your audience that what they're hearing is a paid message. So all paid, not all paid messaging sounds like a commercial. And the rule is you got to be clear and conspicuous about that so that the audience knows to take what they're listening to with that grain of salt, essentially. So 
make those disclosures. And what, what we mean by clear and conspicuous means that it has to be in the same form and medium. So if you're interviewing somebody on an audio podcast, you need to say on the audio, not just in the print, the, the show notes on a blog page, you need to actually say in the audio, this show, this episode was paid for or brought to you by so-and-so. And there are ways to do it in a dignified manner, but don't just say, this is a sponsored episode because then the audience doesn't have enough information to make a, you know, a legitimate judgment on. So you've really got to be transparent and clear and it needs to be conspicuous. So top of the show, middle of the show, end of the show. And if you watch professional interviews on radio and television or listen to radio, you, you will hear the way they do that. And they come, they sort of take little breaks and they come back from a break saying, my guest today is right. And, and the, or the, or they'll say, Hey, this episode has been brought to you by so-and-so. And the, the president of that company is here with us today to talk about X, Y, and Z. And then you go back into the interview. So there, there are ways to do it in a, in a, a smart way. So a lot of people have taken issue with this idea of guests paying podcast hosts to have, to come on their shows. And uh, meanwhile, there are other businesses that are growing up around the very marketplace for this kind of thing. And um, one of the arguments that those folks make is, well, you know, look, if I write a book or, or I have a, a product, a new product on the market, a new health supplement or, or something like that, and I want to promote it, I can go and hire a publicist, a PR agency, a podcast booking service to get me on two shows. Well, Really, all I'm doing is paying a middleman for what many podcast hosts can do for themselves. And frankly, why should I be paying some PR person who's just making a, just scheduling an appointment um, when the host is providing that valuable service, that endorsement, and so on? So there's a lot of discussion around this and so on. But what I want to say is just make sure you follow the rules and that the disclosures are clear and the audience knows because we don't need the the FTC looking any more closely at what we're doing. Influencer marketing is on their radar. Podcast marketing is on their radar. That, and that brings me to another thing that we'll talk about is, um, you know, the nature of advertising and endorsements generally, um, you know, no false claims, no misleading claims and so on. So don't mislead your audience into thinking you're a true believer in this guy and his book because you had them on your show when in fact they paid you for that privilege. So that's the kind of thing there. Now, um, what about the publicist PR? Okay, I, I covered that, the booking services and so on. And look, there's a, all of it is perfectly legit. I am not meaning to suggest otherwise. However, um, there's these economies around it, and when money is changing hands, that's when your audience has a right to know. Now, the booking, the PR person, you know, they're, they're providing a fee, a service for a fee to the guest to the artist or whoever's coming on the show. So they're entitled to get a fee, but you know, why shouldn't the podcaster, uh, other than it may feel icky, you know, not everybody's going to feel comfortable doing that. Not everybody has a big enough audience to do that. So that's another component here. So, you know, look, this is just one of the kinds of things that I talk about in my upcoming workshop, business and legal fundamentals for podcast growth and profit. And I'm going to be going, um, going over some of the common mistakes that podcasters make that lead them to trouble and the solutions and tools and templates and more that can help to avoid those problems and protect yourself. So I hope you'll join me again. The, the thing is called, um, Oh, I don't have the slide up here. Whoops. That's not the right slide. <laughs> anyway, for those on audio, sorry about that. Uh, it's called, um, uh, business and legal fundamentals 
for uh, podcast growth and success or growth and profit. And it's a workshop. It's being held uh, end of March. You can find out more information about it at event.podcastlaw.net. And I would love to have you join me for that. Now, um, also want to tell you about something that's coming up tomorrow. Today is February 9th. I'm recording this uh, in the afternoon, February 9th, at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. That's 8 a.m. Pacific on Friday, February 10th. The launch of a new show, the premiere episode of Fuzzy Logic, the show that I am doing with my good friend Elsie Escobar, brought to you by Numaspect Media. It is a live stream program. Whoops, there it goes. A live stream program that will be appearing on YouTube and on Numaspect and on many of our channels all over the place. Uh, that is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about single issue, you know, that's been sort of a hot topic in the community. Uh, of creativity. Uh, this particular episode, we're going to be talking about AI, artificial intelligence, and some of the moral, social, legal, and ethical angles on that. We'll take a little bit of history, a little bit of how it's being used, a little bit of you know that kind of stuff, as well as what are some of the legal implications, ethical concerns, and so on. And it's going to be an interesting conversation. And the goal is to have an interactive, audience-driven show. So uh, if you're listening to this on uh, later than February 10th, it is happening every Friday. Fuzzy-logic.com is where you can find out more information. And, of course, search for Fuzzy Logic. That's L-A-W-G-I-C on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube where we'll be as well. would love to have you check it out and, um, and join us. And, uh, and uh, of course, join me next week again for another episode of Legit Podcast Pro. That's going to be it for now. Thank you. This episode, as always, brought to you by Easy Legal for Podcasters, my signature course in which I teach the do-it-yourself approach to getting your business structures, your team structure, your intellectual property strategy, and your client and customer, that is your monetization strategies, in place and papered properly so you are well protected and it's brought to you by Easy Legal for Podcasters. So come and check that out as well. All right. Thanks. That, that's way too many calls to action in this particular episode, but uh, thank you for bearing with me. I will be back again next week for another episode of the show. Thanks for being here. I'm Gordon Firemark, the podcast law lawyer, <laughs> the podcast lawyer, signing off another episode of Legit Podcast Pro. Thanks for being here. And I'm back. <laughs> that felt a little rough, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, hey, if you're watching and you had comments or thoughts or questions, please pop a note in the comments. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, and I've got a little post-production on this to do. And then for me, it's going to be prep for tomorrow. So I'm excited about this. Please do join us for Fuzzy Logic. It's a it's going to be a new, a neat show, and and uh, Elsie and I are excited about it. The folks over at Numaspec Media, Bree and uh, Trevor, are fantastic people, great ideas, and an energy that is hard to miss with. So I think this is going to be fabulous. I'm really excited. So fuzzy-logic.com. Go over there now, click subscribe, or go to YouTube and search for it and subscribe to uh, notifications for the episode. That'll be great. And um, um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. All right. Well, with nobody has any comments, I guess I'll say thanks for watching and I'll see you again 
next time. Have a great day.